0: And welcome to the Savings Angel Show. I'm Josh Elledge, Chief Executive Angel of SavingsAngel.com, podcasting to you from the ever-popular city of Orlando, Florida. But I'm actually recording this conversation from Palm Desert, Southern California, where yours truly is being recognized as a veteran-owned business owner at the Inc. 5000 conference. That's kind of cool. Now, I'm an extremely busy consumer expert, money-saving advocate, syndicated newspaper columnist, and that guy that turns digital entrepreneurs into media celebrities at upendpr.com. I love what I do, and I can't wait to get to saving more money for you on today's episode. So on today's show, I'm going to be covering my interview and review of Universal Studios Orlando Halloween Horror Nights with my son, Ethan. Also, we're going to talk about simple ways to immediately find hidden money in your budget. Wouldn't that be nice? We're going to talk about swap.com, one of my new finds. I'm really excited about this because kids' clothes are expensive. And then finally, Swagbucks celebrates their $200 million milestone. So I'll talk about that. So let's get right to saving more, earning more, and living more abundantly. So every year I, let's see, for the past few years now, I've gone to Halloween Horror Nights. And we are at Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios Orlando right now. And usually I interview someone who's like, you know, one of the designers, one of the directors. But this year, I'm going to interview my 14 year old son, Ethan, and we're going to have like a a kind of a, a parents and kids guide, not kids, older kids guide to Halloween horror nights. So, Ethan, by now you and I have gone through all the houses, we've been through all the scare zones, and we've seen the bill and ted show i think there's one other show that we haven't really seen um but i think we're ready to give our review are you are you ready yes all right good now first off before you talk about the individual houses talk about it like so you're a 14 year old and this is your second year that you came last year you came and you were 13 years old talk about why and i noticed like you bumped into a lot of your friends here tonight why do and you're in high school you're freshman high school why do kids your age like halloween horror nights
1: i mean it's a great place to spend with your friends and it's fun to
0: get scared fun to get scared yes all right so what about people who don't like getting scared well this is not the place for you (laughs) okay so when you say get scared Tell me about, like, how scared you actually get. Not you, but maybe just you and then maybe other people might get at an event. And also talk about what Halloween Horror Nights is compared to maybe regular haunted houses. Okay, well, first of
1: all, all of the houses are such perfectly... All the designs are amazing. It's just, like, it's remarkable how they fit that all in such, like, a small time frame. And all the music and all the cues go with all the jump scares so like a guy will jump out and it will go perfectly with the music and it just adds so much more
0: to the tension and the scare like yeah. to be scared now the quality of the set talk, tell, tell me about the like the quality of the set designs
1: like everything is real like all the materials are real nothing's fake it's all like legit built together and all of the stuff
0: is like what they are just staring at us well, yeah, we're doing an interview. People, Ethan got nervous because we were we were doing an interview and someone walked by and like, "What's going on in there?" <laughs> so we're, we kind of ducked into an alcove, and it's still kind of noisy. Listen, Halloween Horror Nights, bring your earplugs if you're sensitive to loud noises, because yes. there are loud noises everywhere, and I, I have. I got the tinnitus from from my time in the military, and so I always forget to bring my earplugs. It's a a good idea because it is really loud everywhere. Okay, so Ethan, let's talk, before we talk about the individual houses, one thing that comes up a lot, and I get a lot of questions is, is Halloween Horror Nights appropriate for maybe kids your age, maybe younger or older? What do you think? Yes.
1: For my age yes it depends on how sensitive they are to things such as like blood and
0: like like torture <laughs> no like. okay all right all right all right all right so all of a sudden i think you just turned off a lot of people right there oh yeah <laughs> well it depends on uh, how sensitive you are to simple things like torture for example <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay yes yeah there there was one house tonight and we'll talk about that in just a second but okay how about this though Is it possible to, do you think that, let's say that someone's a little bit younger, do you think it's possible, like if they came with their parents and then they were all like, but maybe they don't go into every house. Like there's some way, we'll talk about maybe the rating level that we would give each house. And it's possible. And I have friends, we have friends that they bring their, they're tween-age kids, but they don't let the kids go into some of the houses because they talk to the people and they try and get an idea for how graphic some of them are. And they range. so They, they yeah. range in, in, in graphic violence. And um, so is was it too much for you? No, not at all.
1: Well, how do you know that? I just, it's not
0: something that's going to keep me up at night. Okay, okay. all right, that's... Now, I will say, so my daughter Olivia, now she's she's now 18 years old, but I didn't bring her until she was 15 because I think she was a little bit more sensitive to kind of scary things, and so we felt like that was the appropriate time. Ethan started coming at 13. Ah, it's just his personality. So let's go through the houses, buddy let's start, it, this isn't the order we went through them, but let's just go in this order right here. So we'll start with American Horror Story. Yeah,
1: that that was, was the last one we actually went through. It was really long, but everything was,
0: it was perfect. It was awesome. So it was actually three seasons of the TV show American yeah. Horror Story, which I have not watched. And I, I will say this, I don't like scary stuff necessarily. I mean, there's a few things like I, I, can, I can watch, but um, but generally not necessarily a fan of horror movies um, so hey Mary, I don't really watch these TV shows or movies but I love I love uh, Halloween Horror Nights yes. Can, and yeah. why, what do you think the difference is between something that's like really kind of creepy on TV and being here well I feel like
1: when you're here, you're not like, you know, it's like, you, you know nothing's bad's going to happen. And it's always like, you're just, you know you're going to have a fun time. But like when you're watching TV, it's like everything can seem more
0: real, I guess. Yeah, you kind of get caught up in your head a little bit more. Whereas here, like you're you're with a bunch of people. You're kind of going in a, in a conga line through the house. So it's, it's kind of easy to just kind of snap back. Okay, all right. So American Horror Story. Um really long what like what would you say as far as like would it be like how graphic it was compared to the others
1: oh like like one out of ten should i say yeah seven yeah
0: okay yeah i mean it was listen all of these are going to have like blood and stuff like that so i mean we're talking about you know uh, you have to understand we're talking about the difference between maybe like a pg i think everything is a good pg-13 or above um yeah, right, right. We'll get to the one that we think is definitely R-rated. <laughs> okay, so American Horror Story, and then there was Dead Waters. Dead Waters was my favorite. Well, it's a tie. Dead Waters and The Shining were my two favorite houses, but Dead Waters is another house. It's it, this was amazing because when you go in, you go into this big sound this big building, and they built a giant riverboat in the building and you're walking into the riverboat and it's just amazing to think of how much work went into this.
1: And like the boat is tilted, it's like sunk, it's halfway sunk, it's tilted on its side. And when you walk in, the floors aren't level, they are leveled to what the boat is like. So you're walking with the floors at an angle and it's really trippy. You're like, whoa. Yeah.
0: yeah. They really play with all of your senses in these houses. So there's there's lights, there's smells, it's always like stuff in your face and that kind of thing. They play with that. So the next one we'll talk about is Scarecrow the Reaping, which was pretty cool. The it was, set was pretty awesome. Yeah. That's a lot of jump scares. A lot of jump scares in Scarecrow the Reaping. That was great. Okay, I really want to get to The Shining. Yep. Now, if you are a fan of the movie, you are going to absolutely love this house. Uh, very faithful. It. It. I will say that it does not necessarily follow the timeline much, from the movie, but it's just a delight. And this is one movie that I have seen that I've actually seen a lot. But um, this, this is really amazing. If you listen to the background, technically The Purge just started. Oh, okay. So there are also scare zones that are going on and we're really close to a scare zone the based there. on... The Purge, and that's been a, a mainstay here at Halloween Horror Nights for a long time. So yeah, that's going on in the background right now. All right, so let's go through the rest of these real quick. Uh, Bloom House was kind of a greatest hits yeah. of several different houses. Um, it was all right. Um, Ash versus Evil Dead. I don't. I have not seen that. Yeah, it was uh, okay. Eh. I, I, I thought it was okay. I, I'm not real familiar with it, so I think again that's another one that if you really knew what that one was, you'd appreciate it more. The Fallen, I didn't really care for. If you're I, sensitive to like devils kind yeah, of stuff, they don't really. Get, it's usually, not that I will say, but if
1: you're really sensitive, then. yeah,
0: yeah, I don't like like said anything that is even moderately satanic. It just it's uncomfortable for me. Um, I could have done without that, and that one was all about like fallen angels and some stuff, and um, you know, it, it's just ugh, I, I don't I don't really care for that stuff. Hive, kind of forgettable. That was the vampire one. Oh yeah, I forget yeah, that. Yeah, that one wasn't my favorite, and uh, and then <laughs> and then saw saw was absolutely r-rated that was an r-rated disgusting i mean torture do not let your kids go into saw unless you're unless they're already you've agreed that like they're already watching the saw movies then i would say that that's you know because they're gonna see some pretty messed up stuff um, so again, my final review. Love Dead Waters. Love The Shining. And then I would give an honorable mention to American Horror Story and Scarecrow. What, what, are, your, what are your couple favorites? That's exact same as you. Exact same, yeah. Amazing, I, but you know what? I'm a real big fan of heavy, heavy production. Like that. that's almost always gonna win it for me. And then Shining, I love the Shining just because I'm so familiar with the story and the characters, and they did just a fantastic job on that. All right, so Ethan, any closing? Oh, let's talk about how much it costs. Halloween Horror Nights, it's not inexpensive. So this happens to be my birthday month. Um, So this is generally like my, this is my birthday present. And we will save up and we take our our grocery savings, Uh, Ethan's gonna, uh, he's been doing some pressure washing so he saved up a little bit of money. and. It's, it's something that you know we really look forward to, but it's not inexpensive. The tickets generally run about $60 or so, or more, and then, oh, I think, what is the purge coming this way? Oh boy, all right. Well, hey, we're gonna finish this up, but I just wanna say, so the best great place to get the prices is you get the Coca-Cola UPC symbol, and then you go and you buy them online in advance, or you buy the cards at like Publix or something like that, and you can save yourself a little bit of money. All right, Uh, Express Pass, what do you think? Worth it? 100% worth it. Yeah. We
1: skipped two, almost two hour lines. We got there in like less than 10 minutes. Yeah,
0: so Express Pass is again, um, I think if you're going to go and you wanna make sure that you see all the houses, spend the extra, you know, and it's again, it's an expense. It's gonna be like $60, $80. But if you, I'm telling you, it is unlike anything you've ever experienced before. This is my seventh year coming to Halloween Horror Nights, and I've been bringing my kids for the past three, four, three or four years. Um, so it's kind of become a fun tradition for us. So there we go. Ethan, thank you so much. Let's go see what's going on over at The Purge, okay? Okay. Now, speaking of things scary, I've got 10 ways that you can find hidden money to give you some scary good savings. Are you ready? I know, that was kind of lame. Give me a break. All right, now here we go. Simple ways to immediately find hidden money now. Now The holidays are going to come up quickly, and now is the time to set money aside so you can buy gifts take trips, and make the holiday season magical. So here are 10 simple ways to immediately find hidden money you already have in your budget. Make these changes and set aside the savings so you don't take on any new debt this year. Wouldn't that be nice? Number one, change your bank. If you pay any fees at all or your bank is inconvenient, so staying with them is costing you in time and money and gas, You should consider changing banks. I've talked about this in previous episodes. Now, for those who qualify, I recommend USAA Banking. I switched to them. We actually talked about this a few weeks ago on this podcast. Go back and listen to it. They make switching to them extremely simple and streamlined. You can do it all on your phone, believe it or not. Number two, stop grocery shopping without a plan. Now, shopping without a plan results in impulse buys and spending too much money because you're not sure what you need and perhaps you're not even sure what you want. Now, when you shop with a plan, you stick to your budget. You say no to things that just look good and you don't waste money guessing at what you'll need. Number three, shop your cell phone plan. I do this every few months, I kid you not. Now, if you pay a high cell phone bill every month, you might be shocked at how much you can save without sacrificing service. And numerous smaller companies exist that run on the major companies' systems and towers, but charge much less. You should especially shop your plan if you don't use a ton of any one service, such as rarely calling but texting more, or rarely using the internet but calling more. Now, companies like ting.com, ting.com tailor what you pay based on what you actually use. Check them out. Number four, refinance your student loans. This is Easy. Now, student loans are a huge drain on a monthly budget. You could potentially save thousands of dollars by refinancing your student loans. Now, I recommend Credible.com as they have numerous vetted lenders that they check for you, and they can give you personalized, specific offers in just a matter of minutes. Now, if you go to SavingsAngel.com, you'll see that Credible.com is one of our sponsors, and we actually have an article that you can read where we go through and give a review of Credible.com, and you'll see that in our sidebar over at SavingsAngel.com com number five combine your errands now the more often you're out running errands the more gas you spend the more time you burn and the more likely you are to add on additional expenses like a treat from the coffee shop or a quick burger now eliminate three money burners by combining errands into a single trip or with other reasons you're already out Number six, stick to a tight schedule when shopping. Now, when you don't have time to waste while you're shopping, it's easier to grab only what you're there for, and ignore impulse buys. Research has shown that the longer you're in a store, the more money you spend. So set yourself on a schedule or time limit so that you can't dawdle in stores. Try this, then compare to other shopping trips to see your savings. You're in for a wonderful surprise. Number seven, evaluate your insurance rates. Now, this tried and true method of saving money is tried and true for a reason. It works. Now, if you've had the same insurances for at least two years, guess what? It's time to shop around and see if you can get a more competitive rate from a different company. Now, you should start first by getting some quotes. Then, see if your current carrier will match the lower prices of other companies for the same coverage. Now, you may find, That not only will you save money, but you might actually get better coverage than you normally have. Shop your auto insurance, your home or runner's insurance, and more. Now on top of these insurances, consider dropping other insurances you currently have, but you really don't need any longer. Like maybe cell phone insurance on an outdated model. Number eight, limit extra spending like dining out, activities, and shopping to businesses with great deals and coupons. Listen, the day of eating out full price is over. You don't need to do that. Just simply use local coupons nationally available coupons, and check Swagbucks.com for everything from local deals to online shopping to grocery shopping. Now, by limiting yourself to businesses with deals and coupons, you can save well over $100 in just one month. Now, if you use their swag button in your browser, they'll let you know when deals and cashback are available at online stores as you are actively shopping. It's free money just download and install the little it's a little chrome extension uh it's really really easy when you go to swagbucks.com you'll see it right there in fact you can go to savingsangel.com if you want to do us a favor over at the savings angel team an angel gets their wings if you use our link we also uh, get a a little bit of a bonus that we use uh, to fund great things like this podcast Number nine, make meal plans. When you plan your meals, you don't end up eating out as much nor spending too much at the grocery store on convenience foods and ingredients you don't end up using. And finally, number 10, get more sleep. Now, as odd as this sounds, getting more rest can actually save you money. When you get to bed at a decent time, you eat less. You use less electricity and heat and are less likely to spend extra money online shopping or playing online games. Now, on top of these benefits, getting adequate rest reduces stress, a serious budget killer. Now, stress has been proven to contribute to poor financial decisions, such as eating out too much because it's just easier, not planning for expenses properly, spending too much for goods and services because comparison shopping feels overwhelming, and even earning less due to lower productivity. Get more sleep, improve your health, you're gonna find that you have more money left in your budget at the end of the month. And more money in your budget at the end of the month, that is part of living abundantly. Now, how much are you spending on kids' clothes? I've got three kiddos. And trust me, we have spent a lot of money. And here's the thing, kids outgrow clothes so darn fast that doesn't it make sense that you would look around for smart ways to outfit them? And maybe you go to consignment shops, maybe you buy brand new at the store all the time. Could I persuade you to not do that second thing? And wouldn't it be great if there was a place to discover awesome discounts on gently used clothing? Well, Swap.com is a recent website that we found, and I cannot believe this was not on my radar. They are the world's largest online consignment and thrift store. All right, so I want you to stop driving to the store and sifting through racks. I want you to shop millions of clothes in seconds at Swap.com. Now, here's the thing too. Over 14 million tons of of textiles, clothes, are wasted each year. So when you shop secondhand at Swap.com, it also helps prevent textile waste from polluting the environment. And that's kind of cool. Now you can save up to 90% off retail prices on your favorite brands, like Carter's, Nike, J. Crew, and Gap. They've got six to 10,000 new items added daily. So if something doesn't fit, You can also enjoy hassle-free returns within 30 days, no questions asked. Now, Swap.com and I connected, and they said, hey, would you mind sharing Swap.com with your audience? I said, yeah, that's cool. Can you throw me a really, really good deal for my audience? They said, sure. How about 20%? I said, no, that's not good enough. 25? Nope. Keep on going. 30? you're getting close. I said, 35%. I said, now you're talking. All right, so here it is. On your first order at swap.com, if you use this promo code, you are going to save 35% off on your first order. So here's what I would do, is I would use this coupon code. I would do lots of shopping. Fill your cart full, because you got hassle-free returns, 30 days, no questions asked. Use the promo code. Here it is. You ready? All one word, all uppercase. Angel35. I, I can't tell you how many times I see people spelling angel as angle. I'll spell it. I know you know how to spell it, but just for someone else who might not know how to spell it, you can help them out. Angel as A-N-G-E-L35 is that coupon code. and You're going to get 35% off your first order at swap.com. So once again, thank you so much to Swap.com for sponsoring this segment and hooking up my audience with 35% off with that code ANGEL35. Now who doesn't like deals on goods, right? Then stay vigilant about using Swagbucks because it truly pays off. I was totally impressed by the milestone Swagbucks reached just last month when they announced having paid out More than $200 million in cash and free gift card rewards to its members. Now, to commemorate this important event, Swagbucks just gave 1 million Swagbucks points. That's $10,000 to a Louisiana couple who earned enough S wedding from the venue to the wedding gown. Now, that is a lot of giving. Now, if you don't know much about Swagbucks, it's free. Free to join. And as a member, you earn reward points by doing the everyday things you're already doing online, like shopping, sharing your opinion on their daily opinion polls, participating in surveys, discovering deals, watching videos, searching the web, or playing games. Plus, when you download their swag button to your browser, they'll notify you when you have deals, surveys, and cash back that you can get at online stores as you shop around. So, just again, if you have it installed in your browser, It's automatic, and I love automatic savings. So you're able to earn reward points with no purchases necessary, and then you redeem them for PayPal cash or gift cards to popular retailers like Amazon, Walmart, Target, and many more. I use mine for the movie theater so I can take out Mrs. Savings Angel on a date. There is no limit to how many swag bucks you can earn. Now, just as an example, one gal in Philadelphia has earned over 1 million swag bucks since she started in 2010. Now, what's she going to do with all of her swag bucks? Well, she's saving for a Disney vacation this December and has already earned more than $5 $1,200 toward the trip. Now, that is a cool vacation. Now, another gal, a student at UCLA, started using Swagbucks to buy the textbooks she needed for her classes, but earned enough cash back to pay for part of her tuition as well. Now, again, that's a great way to cut down on the cost of college. What's not to love about Swagbucks? It's free. It's well worth the extra minute or two before making a purchase, and you can check it out at savingsangel.com forward slash Swagbucks, And again, thank you guys over at Swagbucks for sponsoring this little segment and helping my Savings Angel people save more money. Now, if you've loved hearing everything in this podcast, would you take a minute and leave a five-star review in iTunes? By doing so, you help us get this podcast out to more people. The higher our rating, the more we're noticed. I can't do this without you. And as always, if you have any specific questions, or if there's something you'd like to hear me talk about, you could drop me a comment in the podcast feedback over at Savings Angel. Angel.com. You can write me on our private Facebook group or you can call my podcast hotline. Grab your phone. Here's the number 407 205 9250. And leave me a message. I'll answer your question, write you back, or with your permission, I might even share your question or story with others on this show. A lot of what we do is based on the feedback we get from our amazing audience. So, Have a wonderful week full of saving more, earning more, and living more abundantly. And thank you so much for listening. Did I say that right? I didn't.